Hello, I'm Dr. Scott Wadier. And I'm Tommy Welling, and you're listening to the Fasting for Life podcast. This podcast is about using fasting as a tool to regain your health, achieve ultimate wellness, and live the life you truly deserve. Each episode is a short conversation on a single topic with immediate actionable steps. We cover everything from fat loss and health and wellness to the science of lifestyle design. We started Fasting for Life because of how fasting has transformed our lives, and we hope to share the tools that we have learned along the way. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Fasting for Life podcast. My name is Dr. Scott Waddy. I'm here, as always, with my good friend and colleague, Tommy Welling. Good evening, sir. Hey, how are you, Scott? Doing awesome. We got a question that we're going to dive in tonight that I think is going to be extremely relatable um, to a lot of people. It came in through uh, one of our newsletter emails that we go, that goes out when you all sign up for our Fast Start Guide on our website. And it spawned a really good conversation between you and I, so I'm excited to kind of dive in. Yeah, me too. Um, you know, uh, a lot of the questions that, that come through um, as we, we go through and figure out um, what the best way is to answer them, we, we start to realize like this is probably on a lot of people's minds. So maybe we should uh, put the answer out to everybody. Maybe everybody can benefit from them. Yeah, these are some of the things that you and I talked a lot about in the beginning too and how we've kind of figured out how to put together plans and get people results and the, the, you know, the algorithm and the math behind it, but also the real life application, which tends to be the more troublesome part, yeah, <laughs> which is right. the habit, the day to day, the week to week. Um, so it, the original question was, um, how often, uh, let me get it, let me get it right here. Um, how many times a month is it, is it okay to do a 48 hour fast? So, when I first read that, um, my first response was, well, all the time. <laughs> Just do 48 after 48 after 48, which would be my purgatory right. um, <laughs> because it is my least favorite time. But uh, really, it's based on you know, the individual's goals and kind of where they're at. Yeah. And you know, uh, to add to that, it, you know, it's also going to come into play what what does your schedule look like? What are your priorities? What's your what's your overall goal? Like you said, but um, how does that kind of fit into to the timeframes that you could be using? You know, is that the best way to go about it? Because you know, like they say, there's there's many different ways to skin a cat. So there's a lot of different fasting yeah. and eating windows, right? Yeah, and how much weight do you want to lose? Are you at your maintenance weight, trying to optimize body fat? Are you trying to, do you have more weight to lose, you know, 50, 60, 80 pounds? So uh, what's your experience level with fasting? Cause I wouldn't just, you know, hop off, dive right into a 48. I mean, most people could probably be fine with it, but you might want to plan accordingly and, yeah. you know, listen to some of the older episodes and download the fast start guide. Cause it'll give you some tips and tricks on how, what not to do. Um, yeah. Exactly. But, you know, so there's a lot of different dynamics there. So it was interesting that the conversation started with that question. And my response was kind of all of the things that we've been discussing um, just now, you know, goals, lifestyle, timing, how much weight, experience, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but it also opened, opened the conversation up to a few other things too. Yeah. And the first thing that came to mind to me was, I wonder what her experience is with fasting because like you said, if you just kind of jumped into a 48, um, I think it's easy for a lot of people to get discouraged 
um, if they jump into maybe a 48 or a 72 or even longer, um, just really gung ho, which is great. You know, you, you know, you're ready to get some results and you're ready to kind of dive right in. But if you don't plan for it, um, you know, you've been eating too high carbohydrates beforehand and you don't break the fast, you know, kind of smoothly, um, after it, when it's over, um, that can kind of discourage you from the next one. So it can kind of be a little demotivating if you don't do it, uh, with, with the proper planning. Yeah. So it's like, all right, I did this. I'll do this once every six months. It's not really a, a enjoyable yeah. strategy to be like, yeah, I kind of want to do this forever. Well, you know, we always joke like fasting is not a punishment for what you did or, or reparations for what you did or, you know, uh, suffering for what you're going to do in right. terms of, you know, let's say a weekend habit, which is something that we want to, I want to talk about is a lot of people that, that we come in contact with and have conversations with talk about, you know, the fluctuation due to the weekend or the fluctuation when they're, you know, during the work week versus the weekend. Right. And yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's a common, uh, kind of, uh, understanding or living being in the, in the fitness world, the weight loss world that like a couple of days of indulgence on the weekends can really mess up you know, you work your whole week to get there, you can get mm -hmm. some progress or maybe a whole month and then the weekends keep setting you back, right? Yeah, right. So if you've got that last 10 pounds to lose and you're kind of fluctuating, well, the better question that you just looked at me and were like, well, well, why? Like, what's the motivation to have that be your habit cycle when there's better ways to do it? Yeah, when you start seeing these big fluctuations, like you mentioned, um, going from weekday to weekend, you know, going from Friday to Monday, you know, she mentioned a, a big fluctuation there, um, which, you know, she said on a good week, she could be down and she could see plus 10 pounds going from Friday to Monday. So, you know, and, and especially for, for a smaller female frame, like that, that's a lot, that, that's a, that's a high percentage gain. Um, and I, I, I'd find that very demotivating, you know, personally to be seeing that kind of volatility on the scale. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we always go back to, you could do as many 48 hour fasts as you want. They're safe. They're effective. Um, typically for me, it's that transition from, you know, glucose to ketone where I don't enjoy some of the feelings, the hunger pains and, you know, um, if I'm, you know, sometimes the energy, just, yeah, the energy ebbs and flows. And, um, so that's really a hard window to do. So being more consistent would say, rather than doing an intermittent Monday through Friday, and then just kind of doing whatever on the weekends, um, would be more of like, be more structured with it. So do more of a 24 hour or one meal of day, one meal a day, and then just make a couple small tweaks to the weekend plans. Right. So mm -hmm. instead of, you know, um, I don't know. We don't know the details of the indulgence, but for a 10 pound gain, I mean, it's, it's definitely a different pattern than the week, right? Sure. So, um, you know, make a couple of different swaps, make uh, an understanding that during the week you'll do one meal a day and on the weekend you'll do more of like a skip breakfast, right? Or eat breakfast mm -hmm. and lunch, don't eat dinner. Um, those types of things. And, you know, you can always, there's always like some other avenues you can go off of that, but is that pattern that you're living or, or that has been kind of predominant that up and down every week, like that, like you said, super frustrating. So let's change it. Let's make a plan. 
Yeah, and and I I think, um, you know, it, if I was going to speculate here, I'm thinking maybe during the week it's it's ultra strict. It might be a keto. It might be a a, a very low carb, right. and it, it it might be some some pretty heavier uh, fasting during the week, even where you have uh, super low calorie, and then all of a sudden the the weekend comes and there might be you know who knows you know maybe Two it's or like three a, meals. Yeah. Each day, there, right. there might be some appetizers or some restaurant meals, and and maybe there's some some restaurant drinks involved right. too, which which as we we discussed before can be just ultra high calorie. Um, right. I could see that doing, uh, you know, causing a big swing like this. Right, and that's the whole thing is being in a deficit is key. But if you're on maintenance, then you want to maintain, right? So right. if you're keep getting stuck at that five to ten pound mark or five to eight pound mark, you're going to have to do a little bit more work to get below the goal and then be okay with the three to four to five pound fluctuations week to week. Yeah. And that's why when we're, you know, taking people through the process and like, um, you know, it's, it's never look at the day to day. You can, cause it's a good metric to, to learn what your body's doing, but really looking at the week to week average. So it would be, you know, making a couple of small changes to the decisions, but also, um, maybe not being as strict during the week, which could lead to less cravings and less stuff on the weekends. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a good, that's a good point. Maybe there's a rubber band effect there where you feel like you're missing out all during the week and then you kind of make up for it. Um, which, which we, we see that when we talk to a lot of people who've started fasting, um, when their experience was for religious purposes or something else, it wasn't necessarily weight loss purposes, but then when they came off of that fast, even if it was a longer fast and they said, I felt great and I lost a lot of weight. But then when I came off of it, they, they kind of binged just kind of subconsciously, not worrying about, um, you know, maintaining their results because they weren't really planning for those results. But you, you can keep them, but it, it might take a little bit of conscious effort to not just re, you know, re-intake uh, all those calories that, that you, you were uh, in a deficit for. Yeah. And really it's doing it, you know, for three to four weeks at a time. There's all that talk and discussion about 21 to 28 days habit. And then the neurological plasticity of your brain actually changing during that time where the hard wiring literally will change. Right. So like you're changing your physiology positively by, by making it 20, that 21 or 28 day mark. Um, and you know, we, if you can do it, make those small changes um, and you stick to the changes, right? And we're not talking about weighing every piece of food, right? And being like, like, <laughs> like, no, yeah, that, that strict, especially in a situation where you've got five or 10 to lose and you're, you know, relatively healthy, you don't have any metabolic disease or anything like that. So it's like, okay, well, yeah, change the plan up. And then, you know, typically you'll see, you know, if you can stick to it, your body will respond in that you know, the, 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 the habits will change. And that's kind of what we want is, you know, the habit forming that leads to the result rather than the reactive forming, like that reactive change where it's like, Oh, I got a crash diet. Oh, I'm going to start again on Monday. Like we got to, we got to move away from that right. uh, for most people that, that we talk to. Yeah. The, the hey, y'all wanted to take a second and tell you just an incredible story about an amazing company that we've come across recently. Um, and now they are a sponsor of our show. It's airdoctorpro.com. You can head to the website, use a promo code 
uh, fasting for life to receive up to $300 off. But most importantly, uh, my little guy, my two-year-old has not slept consistently through the night uh, since he was born. We have tried everything you can imagine. He is our third child. And we're just like, what is happening? So we have gone to great lengths, time, money, and effort to figure out um, how we can help him sleep. And uh, the reality is uh, we were pretty much just resigned to the fact that this is how it's going to be until we put the Air Doctor Pro in his room. And I am not joking when I tell you the first night that we put it in his room, he slept through the night. The second night, slept through the night. Now we're up to 35 plus days that he has slept through the night. He has only woken up two times, rather than two, three times a night, two times in the last 35 days and counting. And we are just so incredibly grateful. The reality is uh, we had a feeling that it was something that we were missing. And the indoor air, air that we breathe is two to five times more polluted than outdoor air these days. In some cases, up to 100 times more. We spend 90% of our time indoors. And we take 20,000 breaths a day. So what's the solution? An air purifier, a cut above the rest. I'm not going to lie. We have tried others. We've tried other HEPA filters. We've tried other air filters. We have spent the money and they have not done the results that Air Doctor did in literally the first day that we put it in his room. They filter out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants. That includes pollutants such as allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mite, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. So I don't know what it was that was keeping them up, but it is now gone. So Air Doctor comes with a 30-day breathe easy money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com. Use promo code fasting for life to receive up to $300 off air purifiers. An exclusive listener um, offer for you as well. You'll receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. That's exclusive to you, the podcast listener, now hearing this in real time. Lock this special offer by going to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code fasting for life. You guys know that we are very particular with who we partner with. And if it wasn't for this incredible company and this, the incredible results that we've seen, I would not be encouraging you to head to the website and take advantage of the Fasting for Life promo code. So if you support our sponsors, you are ultimately supporting us. We are grateful for you listening in. And now back to today's episode. That kind of mentality always leads to more volatility and and bigger swings between when you're kind of on the wagon, off the wagon. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we, this should be life. It shouldn't be, you know, just, you know, perfect compliance and then just completely giving it all back. Um, right. you know, we should, we should be able to find a balance. It's life. Um, but you know, there was one more point in her question here and it said that she hadn't gone longer than a 60 hour fast. So she was considering, should I try a 72? Should, you know, would, would that be, the magic bullet would, would right. that be what I need to get these last few pounds off? But, um, I, I don't really think that that's, that that's the best solution. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, I like new challenges. So when we, when I started fasting and by the way, speaking from personal experience with this whole conversation tonight, like anecdotally, like this is lived it, done it, <laughs> struggled mm -hmm. with it for a long yep. time got down to my set point number and then it would come back up or we'd get to a set point for an event and then we'd come back up or we'd go on vacation and come back up or I'd go for, to a wedding and come back up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Do a 30-day challenge, do a weight loss reset, do a 21-day fix, whatever, and then it would come back, right? right? So, you know, not necessarily speaking about the underlying insulin resistance, which is the the real problem that we want to address with fasting, but pushing the, the window 
um, may tend you may tend um, to kind of swing you even farther because um, you'll have more of a glycogen depletion at that 72 hour mark, right? You'll have the, the water get released because the hormones aren't acting on the kidneys and the insulin's low. So you're not retaining the water anymore. You'll get the glycogen cleared out of your liver um, and you'll see the scale drop. But um, you know, if you're not cognizant of what to do after the longer fast, then you might just go back into the same pattern and it might create a bigger swing. Right. So I don't know if pushing the window in this situation would be necessary. I would think stay a little bit more consistent uh, with your windows and the decisions on the weekends first. Now, again, I want to do a seven day just because it sounded cool. Like I'm cool if you want to do it <laughs> once or twice, but like you said, it's not going to necessarily be the magic bullet. Like what's the mindset and what's the why behind it? Yeah. It's almost like um, that 72 being a, a, a bigger peak might create, you know, a larger valley, like you're, like you're saying. So, um, strictening, strictening that, um, that week, that day to day and that week to week and kind of lowering the volatility is, is the overall goal here. I think that we're, we're, uh, we're looking for. And that just works better for me. Like no, no matter, and I appreciate this question so much because the, the conversation can go so many different directions, but it's a question we get a lot is I've been doing IF, how do I extend my fast? Is it the right thing to do at this time? Depends on the situation, right? But anyone can do 48 hour fast, right? Like mm-hmm. longest recorded fast was 380. 82 I days. I think. Yeah. 84 days. I can never remember that number. And the guy was perfectly fine throughout the whole process, right? Like obviously he had, he had a lot of weight to lose, but yeah. So you can push the envelope and it's completely safe and there's, you know, spiritual aspects to it and health aspects to it and reset, you know, autophagy and all these positive benefits. Um, but you know, we, like you, you said, and we've, we've kind of said a couple of times now in different ways is creating that positive, um, feedback loop or that positive consistency, which gets the long-term change, which, you know, gets you to your goal of maintenance, which, you know, then it's all about living the life and letting the plan kind of dictate. You've got all the information, you've got control of the situation. You're not going to, you know, have those big fluctuations anymore. That's really where we want to, where we want to, where we want to be. And that's where the body wants to be too. It wants to be in balance. It wants to be in homeostasis. Um, so I think really taking that approach, uh, would be a better place to start. Um, but again, just a really cool conversation and it, it kind of hit home for me and, and you, that's why we really felt it would be a good, you know, good, good thing to talk about on one of the episodes is it's probably relatable to a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think the last line of her, her question was also really relatable. She said, I keep going from good to bad each week from good to bad each week. I mean, there's, there's a lot in that, in that sentence right there. Yeah. Um, and I, I think it'll be good to, to kind of, you know, do, to kind of separate out the emotional part of that going from good to bad and the, that kind of self-judgment and, and, you know, really gain control over it as a decision, as a personal decision um, of, of, you know, what you're looking for, what, what is your overall goal and, and what, what are the decisions that you're making from day to day and week to week? Because if they're not consistent with your goals and, you know, maybe you haven't uh, anchored a strong enough why to those goals or, you know, maybe you're just, uh, you know, something else is holding you back there. So I'd, yeah. I'd encourage you to, to reflect on that. And you could just be completely content where you're at, right? So mm-hmm. that's fine too, right? If you don't have any other health concerns or any issue, like that's okay. 
But um, yeah, just pushing the window or doing multiple fasts that not, is not necessarily the answer. So I think that was a really kind of good way to to wrap it up there, Tommy. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put this out there. Uh, I don't we didn't discuss this, but one of the questions we get a lot are related to these types of conversations, and we want there to be a lot of customization and conversation around it. This is one of the goals of starting this podcast was to get this information out to people of how transformational it's been for us. And now the people that we're helping with it, it's been just incredible um, from all across the world too. just really cool, cool stuff. You know, two, two patients recently have both broken the 70 pound weight loss mark in about a year, both reversed their diabetes, like just crazy, incredible, you know, transformations and testimonials with the power of the fasting for life method. So we actually I've been working, Tommy has been working extremely hard. I'll give you uh, the credit here on creating the customizable plans. So they're coming. So um, when we get questions like this, we want to be able to provide an answer that's sustainable, but also personalized, Um, not just, oh, go start fasting, right? Which is a great place for a lot of people to start, right? But when you get into these different situations, we find that there needs to be that customization. So the plan is coming. I've seen the beta. It blew me away. It floored me. Then I saw like the second version and I was like even more floored. So I'm first in line for one of the new customized plans because we've done these for the different challenges and experiences in the past, but yeah, super exciting. And I think, you know, this is a good jumping off point as I'm sitting here talking through this with you. I'm like, man, this is why the plans are so important because once you have the plan, then you can live your life and your life doesn't become the plan. You get to experience and regain control and have that simplicity. And interestingly enough, this question came off of the email about control and simplicity. Right. So kind of full circle here. I know kind of little little 30,000 footage went off in the clouds for a second, but <laughs> the plan is coming. It's incredible. So um, go to the website, thefastingforlife.com. If you sign up and download the Fast Start Guide, then that gets you into our uh uh, our circle, right? You'll be on our list. You'll know uh, when those plans are coming. And uh, I mean, I'm, I'm super excited about it, Tommy. So uh, any, any last thoughts here before we wrap up? No, I'm super excited too. I mean, we've, we've been putting a lot of work into it and um, I think it's going to be really awesome for a lot of folks. Cool. Awesome. Cool. Cool. All right. Thank you, sir. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Bye. So you've heard today's episode and you may be wondering, where do I start? Head on over to thefastingforlife.com and sign up for our newsletter where you'll receive fasting tips and strategies to maximize results and fit fasting into your day-to-day life. While you're there, download your free Fast Start Guide to get started today. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave us a five-star review, and we'll be back next week with another episode of Fasting for Life.